All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Young Noble. What is up, Noble? Yo, 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 what's going on, man? How much? You doing all right, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doing good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. You staying safe and healthy, man? This crazy country with this COVID-19, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on out there, man. Yeah, man. I'm trying to stay safe, man. I keep my mask. Yeah, man, for sure. We, us too. So you're in Georgia? That's where you're located at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Georgia. Hazelhurst to be exact. Hazelhurst, Georgia. Cool, man. So before we get into your, uh, you know, the, the big dog status and mixtape and stuff you got coming up, um, tell the listeners a little bit about you, like, like you know, how you how you first got into uh, making music, just stuff like that. Kind of bring us up to speed. Um. Well, for me, it was just uh, like when I started doing music, I never knew that music was my calling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. I was always an athlete, you know what I'm saying? And coming from Hazelhurst, Georgia, it's like, you know, it's we so far secluded from a lot of stuff. It's like down in the country, like, we, we really in the streets for real. So mm-hmm. if you don't know somebody who knows somebody or really dedicated and driven to get where you want to be, you ain't going to get there. So, like, I just had to keep grinding and grinding. Um, I'm 26 years old. Uh, I got two boys, mm. but I got, I, I have, I father five kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So I look at them as they my kids too. Uh, I'm a very dedicated and driven person, and you know, I just I just want to give a pure message overall. Yeah, let's stand up, man. You need more people like you that that are dedicated dads out there for sure. Um, yes, of course, man. Of course, you're welcome. All right, so how far is like your part of the Georgia from like the ATL? Like, are you like real far, or where are you at in Georgia? Probably about like two and a half, maybe three hours from Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're a small town for sure. Yeah. 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 Man, I'm 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 definitely small town. My town, my this little city probably got like like eleven thousand people. Yeah, that's pretty small. So, yeah. so like, did you do? Were you rapping in high school and shit like that? Like doing talent shows at all, or did this come later? Nah, nah, hell nah. I was um. I was playing football like I was. I was an athlete all around the board. I still got it too, but uh, I, I was playing football, basketball, baseball. I played tennis. Oh, wow! I, I ran track. I was on the swim team. Wow! Yeah, I got thirty. I got thirty state uh, two years in a row. Nice. Yeah, man, I did it all. But yeah, like I say, man, like you know, coming up through school and shit like that. Like I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I was unaware of my musical talent. Like, I always yeah. knew I had a niche for music, and I always loved music. But, like, and I used to want to write songs and stuff. Like, I used to, like, when I was a, when I was a kid, I used to write music and stuff, like, write songs in my mm-hmm. little notebook and stuff, little raps and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I didn't have a studio or nothing like that to go to, so none of that came about until I met a different group of friends, like, on later after I graduated high school. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Talk me up to the point where, you know, you put sports down per se, and then you transitioned into wanting to make a music career. How did that happen? But see, I, I had a um, I had a full ride scholarship, man, to uh, Coast Guard Academy. Oh wow! To go play football, but I was like, when I, when I graduated, I was um, seventeen years old, mm-hmm. and I didn't turn eighteen until July, which was two months after May. So. 
Um, I did like I didn't want to have to go take my mama with me to college. You know, like I can't sign no legal documents on my own. Like I'm 17 years old. You know okay. what I mean? So yeah. I just really st- I wanted to stay here, and you know what I'm saying? Like I guess try to get myself seasoned a little bit, and then like train a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then try to apply to college. So then I applied to a community college in Arizona called Mesa Community College, and they actually accepted me. And they that's the only community college I could find with a football team that was really fine. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like. Um, that was really my main goal of going to school anyways was to play football but after that I didn't go to do that I started uh, working on the road doing nuclear work like as a road tech Mm -hmm. so um, my pop had got me on the road and shit so I'm like 19 years old working on the road making like 2500 every week you know what I'm saying so that was a good little jam for me Mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying so I was like alright I'm still young I can go to school when I turn 19 well that never happened I ended up coming back to Hazelhurst getting in some trouble and then after the little trouble shit whatever whatever <laughs> that fucked up my record I couldn't go back on the road you know right. what I'm saying so that's when uh, yeah, a lot of the excess stuff came about and me and my partner Sam one night was at Walmart and I had ran into my other homeboy who I went to school with um, he had a studio at his house and he told me at what when, when we was at Walmart he was like he finna go get in the studio so I was like alright bet so we ended up following him to his house <clears throat> cause in Walmart parking lot he had let me hear some of his music on the CD mm-hmm. and I was like damn he got a studio for real mm-hmm. so um, I had, at that point I had never been in a studio period so we go to Brad's house it's like it's a Saturday night man we didn't, we didn't leave until like down Sunday morning I mean uh, Thursday Thursday evening wow yeah we stayed in the studio for like five days straight four days straight <clears throat> wow so there it was so that was the, the, the birth of your music career yeah man from that point on it was crazy like and then I had ran into another dude from over here from um from Hazard he lived on the north side too his name Nick and uh me and Nick we, we had, I had did my like one of my first songs over there like uh, it's like 20, 2013. Wow. 2012, 13, something yeah, like seven, that. Seven, eight years ago. Uh, Might have been 13 or 14, though. But, um, yeah, it was a good little minute ago, man. Mm-hmm. And then after me and Dick had, you know, we had, like, you know, I had moved on from that little deal, whatever, whatever. And then um, I had started fooling with my other homeboy, Binky. Like, he like a real brother to me. Like, and God went mm-hmm. in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, they like brothers to me. And they, um, we were all like, you know, we would be in the trap together every day. You know what I'm saying? But we had a studio at the spot. So we was all like in the studio, but you know, jams come through, whatever. You catch your jams and you go back in the studio. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's how we was rocking that. And, um, after that little ordeal right there, <clears throat> you know, everybody kind of like, you know, life happened. Everybody went their separate ways yeah, after yeah. a while. And, um, Binky got him a tattoo shop. God would start working. Jersey went off and got married. I had moved away from Hazelhurst. <clears throat> so, like, but we was all still closely knitted and still, you know, in tune with the music or whatever. So, um, we still stay close, man. And, uh, I, at that point, one of my other little young, one of my little other young, um, partners had, when he was doing the music before me, like, before I even discovered 
mm-hmm. the studio that night at Walmart, Trove, Caleb was in the studio, like, he was doing this faithfully, like, since he was, like, eight, nine years old, like, he he been in the studio, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing this. So, um, me and bruh had linked up, you know, because everybody else was, like, you know, kind of separated, and me and him was, like, kind of the only ones here that was still close to Hazelhurst that was, like, you know, able to just move how we wanted to mm-hmm. move, so... Um, me and Brett started working together a lot more, man. And like I said, you know, just from being in the streets together, like, you know, we was already familiar with each other. But <clears throat> once we started working together, man, it was just like, oh. Hey, that's what's up, man. All right, so let's fast forward to now. So you got this this song called Big Dog Fat. I listened to this song like five or six times. Um, that's a good <laughs> sign. Up, I mean, because, you know, like when, I, when a song catches me, I'll play it three or four or five times, but I love this song, man. I love that. Who made that beat, by the way? Whose beat is Thank that? Thank you, man. First and foremost, um, Skrill White. I like that because it's got like that. I mean, it's got a drum. But what is that? Like, what is that instrument? It sounds like a, I oh, mean, like, I don't know what you call it, man. It's like a, it's not a drum. It's like a, you know what I'm saying? They're the main. The you talking about like the 808? The little, are you talking about the little doo-doo-doo? Yeah, 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 yeah. They sound like the little bells? Yeah, so it plays all the way through. I'm not sure, man. I have to. I got to call Skrill and uh, ask them what, what, what kind of instrument that is, man. Yeah. After this, I'll get back with you and let yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, because I like uh, that, man. That sounds really, that sounded dope. And, and, thank and, you, man. And, yeah, Skrill nice with it, man. He nice, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, that beat was really good. And and I like your vocal tracks over it too, man. So whoever produced and mixed that, it was good, man. It had me all the way through. Thank you, thank you, man. And that's that's all all the credibility on the the, the uh, producing side go to Skrill White and the, yeah. and the engineering side. That that's my boy Young Tro, man. That boy he yeah he he, he knows what he's doing, man. You can tell he he got some talent. Yes, sir. He he be fooling with that program, man. He's like a robot in there. Yeah, he get in the studio and don't even talk. I'd be like, man, you, man, we gotta go outside or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, 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 he focused, he man. Yeah. yeah, he be locked in. He locked in for sure, hundred percent. So the song's called uh, "Big Dog Status." So, um, I mean, it's probably self-explanatory. But tell my listeners out there what the backstory is. Like, what's the song about? The song is about you know what I'm saying. Just my lifestyle, and and it was just a vibration that I, our frequency that I felt on that day you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, which I mean was inevitable that I felt it because like you said you know the song is a vibe so it was just for me something to just you know what I'm saying like I feel this like I'm digging this beat you know what I'm saying like I feel like an islandy a beachy vibe you know what I'm saying and then I just incorporated my daily lifestyle and what I do and what I see and the things that I know and try to just report it back to the public. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, in a melodic sequence. But the song, I mean, the song itself is just, you know what I'm saying, like, big dog status. Like, when you listen to it, it's, it's supposed to make you feel uh, a sense of valor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, uh, like you know what I'm saying? You know, like, you know what I you know what I envisioned when I, when I listened to the song? Let that? me tell you the, paint, the, the picture it painted for me. The picture painted for me was I just finished smoking a big ass fucking bong hit, got 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 high as a fucking kite because I used to smoke that shit like it was going out of style when I was younger, when I was your age. But I was driving my fucking Bentley, man, and the, the window was like halfway down, 
And I'm just yeah. rolling in my old neighborhood with that song in the background, just looking at people like, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, man, it's, it's just gonna vibe you up. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's right. That's right. That's that's what that's what the song did for me. That's what, and that's what I want for people, man. Like, I want to be able to help people. Like, you know, it's crazy that, like, you know, that being able to move people through a melodic sequence of words is is a blessing because a lot of people can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can listen to some music and not even bow my head, like. Yeah, but yeah. they just got promotion and they got they own their music or they sign with a label and they making money that you know they if you pay for promo you gonna make money yeah, you know what course. I mean so like at the end of the day these you paying for it but you giving away trash like a lot of yeah. it is trash I agree with that you know what I mean I agree with that I, I've had a lot of you know I ain't gonna lie to you I've had some I've had some hip hop artists not just hip hop I've had rock and um, other genres on my show and. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say they weren't talented because they, you know, they got talent. But what I, but when I listened to their music, man, I was missing, I was missing some shit. Like I didn't feel the heart. Right. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like the passion or any kind of message. It was just almost like they were they were writing shit just as a matter of formality, just to put some, just drop, just to drop some singles and shit. Right. But right. your song, it grabbed me right away. That beat got me. I ain't gonna lie to you, the beat really, really got my attention first. <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> Yeah, then your vocals kicked in. I was like, "Yeah, I love how they how they laid the vocals over top of it," and you, and man. I liked the I liked like the the that little bells thing we were talking about. We can't figure out what it was, but the bells it didn't change gears until like forty two seconds left in the song. But I liked that though. Normally, I'd be like, "Man, they should they should have had some more transitions." But for some reason, this works in your song where it's just one continual run until near the end of the song it changes up a little bit but i love that right. consistent that, that consistent you know what i'm saying it didn't really yeah, change up yeah, a lot for, I mean, for some reason that really works with that song a lot thank you man i think it might be just because of the wordplay too a lot of people yeah. listen to music and when they grab you you don't really tune in to the work like you know and, and sweat actually put in to make this song because it the the artists virtually make it sound easy a lot of times. Like, you go listen to a Gunner song, and then you might go write a song and be like, man, yeah. how the hell this nigga? <laughs> you know, like, how, he, how he doing this shit? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, home really, like, bro, yeah. really popping shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, and he make it sound good, and he make it look easy. And that's where a lot of people don't understand. Like, when they making it look that easy, that's ten times more work being put into his music into his yeah. process, into his work. I see Jay, a lot of Jay Z music's like that. Like Jay Z, right. like Jay Z is like ridiculously talented. But Jay Z, when he when he comes, even when like even Jay Z's demeanor, like when he walks out on stage before he's gonna sing, it's almost like he just rolled out of the rack, man. He just woke up from a nap, and it's like another day in the park. You know what I mean? It's like nothing. Yeah. I mean, he's just so easy, and so you don't look nervous. And, he, and when he raps, he's got like this real. I don't know. It's like a, it's like almost like a relaxed, even keel to him. Like, right. like he makes it look so easy, but that shit ain't. It's not. <laughs> it it ain't. That's over. Yeah, that's over. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he really sees him. You know what I mean? Like right. these, these people been marinating for a while. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's let's move on and talk about this mixtape. Now, did you? Uh, what's the status of this LSD? The mixtape LSD. Where, where you at with that? Um, I already got the songs like the songs that I want to put on the tape right now I'm trying to just get a date um, I gotta get with my manager and get a date for the song 
I mean, for the mixtape that was on Drop the Tape, get mm-hmm. my uh, my visuals and stuff done. I got Tro doing that right now. Shout out Young Tro. He did my visuals for the cover for Big Dog Status too. So, yeah. Um, so is there a video for Big Dog Status? Uh, no, not yet, not yet. I'm I'm trying to kind of get that together too, cause like yeah, everything yeah. right now coming out of pocket, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I Thank do. I my, get that. My um my my sweet my sweet girlfriend, which at the point at the point in time was my girlfriend. Um, I'm not too sure what we're doing now. But, uh, <laughs> really I don't mean to laugh at you, man, but I've been there, done that, man. It's I, all good, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's how life goes. Yeah. But she helped me out. You know what I mean? Like she, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like she had, she had put some money behind me and stuff, helped me out financially. So yeah, that's um, nice. That's nice. Uh, without without her help, man, I probably wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even be on the phone with you. I understand, man. It's just shit ain't cheap these days. Studio time's expensive. When you talk about making videos, you got to pay, you know, cinema, you know, videographers and sound guys and pr- pr- production. Uh, it shit ain't cheap, man. It's like I wish guys like you who work hard can get sponsors, man, like to get some money behind you. For real, man. That'd be a blessing, man. Cause, man, we could, if somebody, if somebody who who could hear that music and know what they're listening to. You know what I'm saying? Who can say, you know, I got an extra 10000 to spend. Yeah. Like, which, I mean, it's a lot to be able to say, you know, you got an extra ten grand to just give to somebody on a prayer. But, I mean, that that would be, that would be a blessing. And we can really make some money. A lot of money. There you go. Anybody, li- hey, man. Like, so I have a lot of people that listen to this show, and some of them are, are signed artists, and some of them are producers. So anybody listening out there. Give this guy right here, young noble man, um, and, we'll, and we'll get we'll get we'll get you to shout out all your contact info later after, after we end the, end the interview as far as your social media. But yeah, does anybody out there wants to help this guy out? Some sponsoring? Yeah, man, I'm sure he'll talk to you. Um, yeah, man, let's get let's get to the money, man. And that, and that tape is on the way for sure. Um, I'm not sure what days, like I said, but the tape coming soon. Like right, and honestly, man, um, not to cut you off, but no, I, got, I probably got enough songs, man. I can go in, I, I could drop a mixtape like every two months for like the next year, and not have to step in the studio. So That's like nice. you know, um, I got we got I got the songs already, and I'm I'm debating on like two of them because like they all hard. So like yeah. I just want to try to put the best of the best on there to try, you know what I'm saying? Like your first impression is everything. And this song, I mean, this mixtape I read in your in the bio that's like a, I guess it was phrased that it's a deeper, it's like a deep dive into your life, like a, like a deeper dive. Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, love, strength, and determination, man. Um, it's going to be definitely a lot of substance in it. I'm not going to have any features on the tape. Um, but uh, it's definitely gonna be a lot of substance, man. A lot and lots of wordplay. I've been working, man. My reconstruction process is crazy. Yeah. It's are you, crazy. Are you uh, are you open to collab with anybody? Do some collab? Oh, for sure, for sure, man. Definitely. Yeah, because that that's something that's uh, I've actually had people on my podcast uh, meet through my podcast show and um, and work together. And matter, matter of fact, I got a hip hop a hip hop group out of Detroit, Michigan. Man, I forgot their name now because it was like two years when I talked to him. But I hooked them up with Roy Jones Jr. and they did some work. They did a video with Roy Jones Jr., the fighter, the boxer. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that, was, Heck yeah. that was pretty cool, man. That's um, dope. Yeah. All right, so, um, man, we're already halfway through this year. 2021's 
right around the corner. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Twenty twenty's been a real fucking this this year's just been a disaster as far as like the COVID nineteen and all the crazy ass race you know racism out there and um, it just it just ain't been a pretty picture, man. So I'm looking forward to twenty twenty one. I hope it's better than, than what we've been we've been we've been dealing with. Um, what is some of your I mean, I, we talked a little bit about the mixtape, and what, what are some other things you want to get done before we turn over a new year? Um, I definitely want to try to get this video shot for Big Dog Status. The guy who I've been talking to for shooting my, about shooting a video, he shoots a lot of mainstream artists. Um, he from Augusta, mm-hmm. and uh, he told me he will shoot my video for a good number. So I'm gonna try to get with him, man. Um, also, you know, anybody who shoots videos for a good number, like you got good quality, I'm willing to work, man. I, I like I pay prices, yeah, yeah. so um, I'm definitely ready to work. But um, I want to try to get a video shot and a mixtape. You, you know, I want to try to get a mixtape done and uh. Other than that, man, I'm just really trying to, to better myself as a man and, and mm-hmm. you know, as an individual. Yeah. Keep keep working, keep myself sharp, you know what I'm saying? Keep recording music, stay relevant, stay hungry. And stay safe and smart. Stay most smart. Most importantly, yes, Seriously, sir. Seriously, because all the, 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 the first few things you listed, all that's for naught if you're dead from, from some stupid fuck that wants to shoot somebody. You know, messing around with the wrong crowd, getting too close to some stupid shit. Uh, so just be smart, man, because I want you to live. I want you to die of old age one day, man. Right, uh, same here, man. And that's crazy you say that, man, because I just got shot. Like, oh, ah, April. Lee. For real? April 13th. Yeah, yeah. One, well, it's two holes in my leg. I got two holes in, well, three holes in my leg. One is two entry holes and one exit wound. See that the other shit. piece of the bullet still in my leg, but... Um, and I got one in the hand right between my index finger and my bird finger. Dude, man, stay away from that shit. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna preach at you. I ain't gonna preach yeah, at you, I but was, man, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. I was at, at a uh, at a little get together. You know how them gatherings be? People get the, the alcohol, get yeah, the exactly. and, and, you know stuff like that. So yeah, just be careful, but, man. I understand. I get that though. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, man. You know, like I say, I was just gonna speak on that because you say, you know, like it's, like I say, it's crazy. You said don't be like, you know, some dumbass want to shoot somebody or yeah. something. Like, shit, that shit was really crazy. Yeah, man, you got lucky. That bullet, yeah, an sure. inch, inch or two away, could have hit it. Could have hit an artery, man. You could have bled out. Man, it well, was a three quarters of an inch. I would have, yep. I would have died in seven minutes. There you go. Um, uh, and I drove myself to the hospital, man. When I got there, uh, they were all looking at me crazy, like, uh, how you, like, you know, basically, how you still living? Then she told me, because I was asking them, like, am I good? Like, is everything good? And she told me, like, she was like, yeah, you good, you good. So then, like, the next morning, she come in the room, she like, um, I was scared for yesterday, but I didn't want to tell you that. She said, uh, 80% of the people who get shot in that region of their leg don't make it. Wow, that was smart on her part, not to let the panic you or nothing, man. Heck yeah, man, cause that would have made my heart rate drop. Yeah. Like, I was losing blood, so like my heart rate was like at 50. They wouldn't even let me stand up to pee. Yeah. I couldn't even have the pee sitting down in the uh-huh. bed. I couldn't yep. even get out of bed. That, that's a smart seasoned nurse right there, man. Yes, sir. You know I'm thankful for that now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to her. If she ever was to hear this podcast, if, if that was you, shout out to you. There you go. <laughs> That's what you know. What you do when you drop this mixtape, you need to, you need to get like a 
hard copy of it and go bring it to her. For sure. That's yeah. real. That's what's up. All right, dude. Look, man. Anything else? I mean, here in a minute, I'll, I'll let you talk about your social media. Um, but before that, did we miss anything? Is there anything, any of the songs you want to talk about before I let you go? Um, no, nah, man. You ain't really missing anything. You know, I mean, you know, I'm like this. I'm new to all this, really. So I'm just, you know, I, I just go with the flow. But uh, I do have a song out on um, iTunes, yeah. uh, it's Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, Deezer. Uh, radio, all that, but it's called Never Sober. Never Sober. So that's yeah. a song. That when did you drop that song? Um, I think I dropped that song in 2019. That's right. All right, the cool, man. Of the year. So relatively yeah, still a new song. So everybody listening, go hit up that get that song. It's on iTunes, you said, um, and some other platforms. All right, man. So before I let you go, I mean, give you this opportunity to tell all the listeners out there. Where they can follow you on social media, if you have a website, if you want to talk about various platforms your music is, now's the time to do it. That's what's up, man. Um, you can definitely find me on uh, social media. My Instagram is Global Noble, but the, it's, uh, Noble is N9BLE. That's global N nine B L E on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at G. N9BLE and uh, I got Snapchat it's the same thing as the uh, Instagram uh, Global Noble N9BLE alright man well look I had a lot of fun talking to you man I want to wish you the best of luck um, and I want you to come back too come back on the show when you got some new stuff you want to talk about yes sir man for sure man I had a blast myself man and thank you for having me bro for real I mean, thank you for coming on the show man so and I look forward to talking yes, to you again man have a good night alright brother Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have a good night, too, man. Be blessed. You do the same. Take care. Yes, sir. You too.